Hello and welcome to all flamenco aficionados who are joining us for our weekly podcast, Flamenco Attitude. If you are new, um, this is the podcast that brings you all things flamenco. Uh, in the past, well, in the recent past, shall I say, because we do have uh, quite a few episodes now, Marcos, out. Uh, but I can give you some of the topics that we have discussed. We have talked about flamenco fusion, one of our very first episodes. And I look very fondly um, on it because there were some of my favorite songs featured there. We have talked about flamenco and politics, an interesting topic. And, um, of course, the art that comes out of um, those type of songs that were created and we have I can also recommend you uh, Marcus's top 10 I think or top five festivals that we did because that is also a very interesting thing to talk about um, and of course uh, just last week we talked about what did we talk about last week what was our latest episode around the world of course flamenco around the world where we it explored how the art was perceived in different countries around the world. Um, some of them were Japan, Australia, uh, of course, California in the United States, which is a very cultural place. Uh, we talked about, of course, closer to home, uh, Edinburgh, London, um, the Netherlands and all that. So you can go back and listen. But for our returning, obviously, listeners, thank you so much for being yet again with us for another episode. Uh, before I dive into what that will be, of course, I would like to say hello, welcome, and thank you for listening to our audience in the Hawaii and China. Incredible to have you um, as part of the mix of the different people that write to us and listen to us. Um, and actually, I would like to give a shout out to the latest comment we had on Twitter. So Nugabol, um, the user on Twitter says, glad I stumbled upon glad I stumbled upon your podcast. Very interesting. Thank you so much for the comment. Uh, now, I have to admit, I need to up my game on Twitter because I'm in charge of that and I take full responsibility that you still need to be updated with the latest pictures that we have. So please stick with us. I am going to update it as soon as I can. And we, you will not be disappointed because a lot of things, good things coming up from us. Now, nicely leading from last week into this week, because we talked about flamenco around the world. And today we have a little bit of a miscellaneous episode where we talk about different films in uh, different genres of films and also a book coming up uh, on the ultimate flamenco legend that is of course, Cameron de la Isla. But yes, I'm calling this a little bit of like a media miscellaneous episode because two films to discuss, a new book coming out, and maybe a little bit of um, our own Marcus's book on Cameron as well. Uh, we like to look at new things coming up, don't we? So without any further ado, let's dive into today's episode, Random Things Flamenco. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about books. Uh, as you know, I've got a vast collection of books on Cameron and um, we've now realized that this week is yet another book coming out a comic type of genre of Cameron do you know when I looked into it because um, my Spanish is obviously not really advanced but I looked into the synopsis a little bit and of course the images it's reminiscent of what they're trying 
you know, reminiscent of what they're doing with uh, the Marvel and the DC comics and all that. Is that what it's yeah, trying I mean, to be? What, what like do we call com- this? It's, it's like uh, a comics com- book. Yeah, you've, you've had a look at some of the images. Yes, yeah. 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 Um, and of course, this is a, another problem for me because I have to collect every book on the camera. Now, I have to admit, you have some books that are below par. <laughs> <laughs> but but we'll let you off on that one because you just want to have them, don't you? Yeah. Um, Everything yeah, has to be in. It, it's, 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 it's incredible because Gamarong will always be a legend and you, you can't believe how every every year a new product comes out about him. Well, tell me about the concept of this book. Tell us, uh, what, do, well, what does I mean, it look like it's going to What be? they've done is they, they've taken some of the great photographs of, of him in Paris yeah. or him in... in Recording uh, and in all in that. In La Isla and Contomati yeah. and everything. And they've turned it into, uh, as you say, like a, a, a comic book. Uh, I don't know this genre. It's not something I'm, I'm familiar with. But the, the incredible thing is, there's yet another book on Cameroon. Now, as you as you can see, I wrote a book about Cameroon. And it goes back a few years. It goes back a few years. I think it's something like two thousand and seven. At the time there weren't that many books. But ever since then, more and more books all the time. Every year another book, another new recording that we didn't know about. So the legend Continues. Why do you think that is? What What is this fascination that keeps going? Well, because he's the greatest ever flamenco artist. Uh, you know, there's never going to be anybody, as I said to you before, that could ever compare h- how many artists could have produced this volume of work, how many artists could have actually recorded every single canti, how many artists had as their guitarist, among many, Paco de Lucia. And, yeah. and who do you think this new book will be for? Would it be for people who are just discovering Cameroon? Or for yeah, people? I think it's for the younger people. Mm-hmm. It must be. You know, because the art is uh, particular. Yeah. I'm going to try. I mean, I'm, I, I, you see, I don't understand this, but Gali, I'm desperate to get hold of a copy, but, but it's not out yet. You told me that uh, he, uh, 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 this book rather, was going to be out by Christmas. But things changed. Yeah, I think it's, uh, well, that I don't know, but um, it's... There were some delays. Yes, it's not out till the end of this week. Yeah. Have you got me a copy? No. (laughs) Do you want me to pre-book you a copy? I'm going to put a link, actually, for our listeners to have a look uh, about this book. Maybe you would like to pre-order. Maybe you would like to pre-order, Marcos. Yeah, yeah. Well... I mean, what I, you do know is that um, we've got a, a museum here of the Cameroon, so I've got so many books. You have every single book. But yeah, you know uh, what's interesting this morning? Yeah, but I haven't now, have I? No, I wait, well, it's book. not out officially yet, but <laughs> the thing is, this morning you told me, yes, I have a full collection of books. Yeah. And you pointed to the table, and the only book that it's on there is your book. <laughs> you know why? Because I'm not letting out of the, of the museum any of the precious any books. of them yeah. now the thing about the main difference one of the major differences between your book and the one that's coming out is your book contains uh, a few photographs yeah uh, obviously inside 
but you have a, a very extensive account. Yeah, and it's the only book in English or, yeah. or on Camaro. All the rest are obviously in Castellano. Yeah, I'm going to link that as well. That could be a nice, uh, you know, for anyone who would like to have a look, it could be a nice starter. When I read it, I was really, really early into my exploration. Um, oh, yeah, one of my favorite chapters, The Long Journey. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, that's kind it's, of you. It's, uh, it, it was very emotional to read, but... Yeah. But anyway, um, so... And it's a, it, I mean, you know, it, it's a nicely produced book, wouldn't you say? Yes, Marcos, your book is very nice. It looks gorgeous. And but it has a lot but it, of... But it's not the one I want. I want this new one. Now, who is the author of this new book? Ah, now you've, you've caught me out there. It's two people, actually. Two people working yeah, on... They worked for two years on it. And do you think it's going to be um, partially like a comic book, partially a more information about Cameron himself? Um, well, I think it's going to document his life uh, from La Isla uh, and beyond to Madrid and all the great things yeah. he did. I'm going to link the um, article that we've come across. Yeah. Um, so this is from The Guardian. Um, it's going to be a comic probably slash graphic novel so that's the word I'm if, comic if, graphic if if anyone um out there is a collector of marvel or dc comics and all yeah. that obviously not the same but it's of the same uh, genre yeah. uh the shrimp returns uh, the article reads beloved flamengo, si flamengo yeah, i'm not too sure Cameron about that time stars in graphic novel yeah so that's 30 years after his death. Maybe that's why. Maybe it's an okay. anniversary book. Yeah. Uh, the rich life of the Spanish gypsy singer is depicted through 10 illustrated episodes. Well, can you get me a copy? Because I need it now. Because my collection is incomplete. <sighs> Marcos. It will be complete when you pre-order it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not sure what you need. Anyway. No, well, I'll, I'll tell you a story. Okay. I, yeah. I ordered a book. Um, you always do order books and you have no luck actually no, I, receiving I, I, them. I ordered a book of, of Gamaron and, and whatever and it, it never came and people said to me, well, you, you won't get it and it, it cost me quite a lot of money. And then one day there was a thud through the letterbox and it came. And what was the book about? Well, it's... It, it's a it's a wonderful book. It's images of, of the two of them playing together, and uh, obviously there's text with it. But it's uh, well, I certainly say one thing. It's the heaviest. No, actually, it's not the heaviest book I've got on Cameron, because the heaviest book is the one written by his wife La Chispa, which that is that's a, a fair bit of kilo. Uh, that's a serious. Uh, Tome. But can you believe how many books have been written about his life? It's fascinating because with all the books, new start coming out, and this one is going to be a graphic novel uh, or a comic type of book as well. And the webs, the article that we found uh, based on the book that it's coming out from the Guardian, which I'm going to link in the, our description box, the Shrimp Returns. Yeah, I'm not happy with that. Title. Were you not happy with well, it? Well, uh, it's a bit. Mm. Maybe this will be the name of the book, actually. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the interesting thing is that the Camarón, 
uh, was never happy with the title Camarón originally. His uncle called him Camarón. Yeah. And he didn't like it. Goodness. But now, can you have a bigger title in flamenco? I don't think so. And the interesting thing about it is just looking by what's being publicized. We'll have a Tomatito with uh, Cameron in a concert. And the style is exactly as if in a comic book. So for everyone else out there, for anybody out there who owns graphic novels or comic books, for example, uh, the DC or the Marvel comics, this is the, the type of style that we're looking at. And it says... The novel's 190 pages focuses on 10 moments in Cameron's life, including his first performance as a child prodigy, his pivotal partnerships with the guitarists Paco de Lucia and Tomatito, and the recording of his divisive 1979 new flamenco masterpiece La Leyenda del Tiempo. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, it's going yeah, to be quite yeah, As you know, I go to the Venta in La Isla. I've taken you there. On that's where he did his childhood performances in this roadside inn, a famous, really famous place in La Isla. And I think he always regarded that as his home, his real home. He loved to be there, and mm -hmm. there's wonderful images of him there. So I think that is the most important thing. Of course. And do you think that's a way to add new people to the audience, welcome new people to that book. Oh, yeah. Maybe it will reach entirely new sort well, of... Well, every business. year people come from all over Spain to the Venta uh, to see where he used to perform. They come to his, his Peña Flamenco, his Flamenco Club. Uh, yeah, I mean, this new book will, of course, drive more young audiences. It, he's very popular with young people because he's like a, an emblem, he's emblematic of, of something that young people want to try and copy or achieve. What do they try to copy most Well, of you can't copy Camarón, can you? But they'd like to reach that level. It's, it's the same as, uh, as you know, I like Jimi Hendrix. Mm. You, you can't ever remake these people. No. Yeah, yeah we're, we're living in a world now where we don't have this level of, of, of people. You know, the, the average musician is not of this standard. Yeah. Have you pre-ordered your book? <laughs> well, you know, I'm telling you, Gally, I'm getting very uh, worried that I haven't got it. No, but it's not out. I'm asking, <laughs> have you pre... Oh, that's why it's I've, called I've a pre-order. I've looked at a place where you can get it, yes. You know, but until that book is in my collection upstairs, yeah, yeah, with everything else. Um, what if you don't like it in the end? Oh, it doesn't it, matter. It, it may it, not be your style, is what yeah, I'm it, saying. It doesn't matter. Uh, the, the the point is with with the Cameroon, as you know, I'm wearing wearing uh, an actual piece of jewellery to do with him. Uh, the whole house. When you looked at the film uh, that we were talking about, you said we're going to talk we're about. We're going films. to talk about these films. You said I can't believe it. It looks like your house. Yeah. Do you think there will be anything in this book that would surprise you, anything new? For mm, you? Only the way that they've... Portrayed. Yeah, they've tried to interpret. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, that could be something yeah. of interest for you. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I can't... So part of me thinks 
can there be another Cameron book? And then my wife says to me, of course, he's like Beethoven. There's going to be always another book. And speaking of La Leyenda del Tiempo, yeah. we have a little film that we want to shed the spotlight on uh, by um, a director that you like. Yeah, La Cuesta, yeah. Cuesta. yeah. So La Leyenda del Tiempo yeah. is a film by La Cuesta. came out in 2007 or yeah. some, thereabouts. Yeah. What is this film about? Well, I mean, you've watched a bit of it. It, it, yeah. it starts with a Japanese lady, a young woman, and she's in Japan watching the funeral of Cameroon, a hundred thousand people in La Isla at the funeral. And she's trying to sing a little bit with it, one of his famous songs. And her father is ill. Yeah. And she kind of has an idea that if she goes to La Isla to find Cameroon, it may help her father that's I think is the part of the the whole thing now you saw it yeah and you saw her attempts at singing flamenco yeah well listen because I'm not a singer I appreciate anyone who tries but you argued that she wouldn't be able to do it yeah because the, the, the problem with with the flamenco is you can learn the guitar yes you can learn how to dance yes but El Cantic, <laughs> the song, is another thing. Unless you're born with it, I don't think you've got much chance. That's not fair on her, is it? Well, I've been told off when I've been singing in... in yes, in yeah, tell me about that moment, <laughs> I mean, actually. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I can sing a little... My wife sings a little bit, I can sing a little bit, but people have asked me to sing. Yeah. And in a bit like the Chris Stewart book <laughs> with the guitar, they said, once I did it... Is, please, Marcus, no. Uh, yeah, okay, we accept it. We not, accept it's it. It's not your department. Is that what they said? We accept yeah, it. Yeah, because I, I'm not good at it. That's so cruel, Marcus. Yeah, I know. So they say, you, please, you keep to the guitar, and that's good. The interesting thing is that she dances quite well, because we see yeah. that she learns how to. Yeah. And she meets a key person from Cameron's family. Yeah, Pejote. The brother, or, or, or one of the brothers of, of Cameron. And you you watched part of the film, which is a mate where he's trying to train her yeah. to sing one thing. Yeah, um, I've, what's he talking? I forget. Is he talking about these? Um, he talks about these taxi drivers. Uh, no, or what? taxi no, drivers. No, uh, Some sort of collectors with the carts. They yeah. arrive and they start to steal apples <laughs> and all that. <laughs> It's, see, the yes. cant is wonderful, isn't it? Because the words that, yeah, these cart drivers have stolen the apples. He was making apples. things up, as you know. Well, he I was making it. things up. <laughs> because he, um, the point of it, of it is, is that she is not brave enough to go for the actual singing. Yeah. So she's saying, oh, I can't understand what the meaning is, you know, all that. So he is trying to show a simple type of cante yeah. where you talk about some people stealing apples uh, and it's quite a contrast between Cameron's deep lyrics and <laughs> apple stealing but they talk about he sings about his brother yeah and they sing about Laisla yeah and in in the film is his it's older brother Manway 
who, who sings about his brother as well. And you saw wonderful images of Carnaval in, in Cardiff. Is you know. this how it you, is? That shocked you when you saw that skeleton on, 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 the, see, on the we bench. S- we see a, a little old man on a bench sitting next to a skeleton, <laughs> just casually. Well, that, uh, that shocked me a little yeah. bit. Now, it's a great flamenco film, and it comes with uh, lots of adifs, stuff that you can do the root of Camarong and all the rest of it. Have you done the root of Camarong? Well, I have. and uh, You know, um, because I was writing a book, yeah. I went to the, the, the tourist office. At this time, they only allowed, I think, 12 people to go on it. Yeah. He said, what's your name? Marcos. Yeah, but, you, yeah, but what's your other name? No, no, no. And they said, oh, so they went into the back of the office and he said, it's not possible. He's yeah. only got... So they came back and said, yeah, we've, we've got a solution. You will be Don Marcos. <sighs> because you get a certificate. Yeah, that, but you uh, could just put Marcos on it. Well, it could be Marcos Marcos. Marcos. <laughs> yeah, by the way, you receive letters ever so often addressed <laughs> to Marcos Marcos. So I did do it. And the, the the funny thing was, when we gathered outside the venter before going there, uh, the people thought I was the the tourist guide. Why? Because you were uh, well, the way dressed I was dressed and, and, and what I know and all the rest of it. And then later on, it was very funny. Uh, the person doing it said, "Well, actually, you should be doing this." <laughs> really? They <laughs> yes. said that. Yes, and you know it was great. Um, and then in the end, you get your your certificate signed. Don you, Marcos. You, you've gone to all. You've gone Marcos. <laughs> you've gone to all the all yeah. the Cameroon uh, places. Places. Back to the film. Is it filmed actually in Laisla? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're both filmed there, and they show wonderful pictures of the sea. Yeah. The little boats. The little boats. The boys. So uh, and of course, in in the film, the first film. The great scene is the boys uh, going to a place to have the tattoos put on the on their bodies of of the Cameroon. Yeah, yeah, because they believe in in the Cameroon. Yeah, and is that a a difficult film to get hold of? Because it's won a few awards. It is actually very difficult to get hold of. Uh, the new one isn't, but that one is. Um, maybe there's more copies now, but. I'll try to listen. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about the big one when we do the Cameron special, the biopic. That's easy, but this one is a little more hard. Obscure. But maybe our listeners will try hard to find it because it's oh, yeah. a very good film. But yeah. I don't think you felt the same about the follow-up, Entre Dos Aguas. We're going to talk about it in a second, but before that, obviously, I'm going to put a little bit of La Yenda del Tiempo for yeah. anyone who's listening on Spotify. Uh, and, of course... In the description box, I will try my best to list sources where you can find the actual film. Okay. A very underplayed piece on our podcast is Entre Dos Aguas. I'm saying that because we play it ever so often only. But it's obviously named after the iconic rumba. It's weird you say this because uh, a fellow guitarist has sent me a quiz question. Yes. Which I can't answer. And he says, now, which country was this first released in? Was it in the States? Well, I'm wondering, because obviously 
he, he must mean it wasn't released in Andalusia yeah. first, right? Yeah. So that's the same the same director. No, and we're talking about the not the film, but the the music of Paco. Yeah. Entre dos aguas, his rumba. Yeah. That it's named after this famous rumba that you say that we play too much. So that's in, another thing that our listeners could try to look into because I. Yeah. I'm supposed to be an expert in flamenco, but I don't know <laughs> that. Now, but I've got the original uh, small uh, EP of this, the yeah. single, which I bought for my mother when it came out. So it was released in England? No, it was released uh, in Andalusia. Mm. I've got the original, but apparently it was released prior to this in another country. According to this question that I've been sent by another guitarist. Yeah. Who sends you these questions? <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Antonio Clint. Yes. Yeah, Antonio. Yeah. yeah, who uh, plays very well. Very we well. We have yeah. heard. Yeah. We have heard the recordings of him. Yeah. So what is the film, the film La Leyenda del Tiempo, we talked about. Now, another film by the same director called Entre dos Aguas. Yeah. So obviously he makes a film about the life of Camarón. Ten years later, he's making La Cuesta is making another reference to the Camarón, but by another way, by talking entre do agua of Paco de Lucia. Now we've only dipped into a bit of this. This is a uh, quite a film actually. No, I <laughs> honestly, to me, it was a heavier piece. Yeah, uh, definitely Valiente de Tiempo, much more enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, in the sense of easier to watch. Yeah. But uh, not to say that Entre dos Aguas is not impactful. Actually, we read, um, I think, on the back, El País had a, um, a little rating of, and yeah, it was yeah. five stars, yeah. and they said that it was really, really uh, impactful. Yeah. Um, what, what word did they use? It was a very interesting word. Uh, oh, my goodness. It begins with a P. Do you know it? Palpitante. Palpitante. That's the <laughs> word. That's the <laughs> word. So talk to me about the plot, because honestly, I couldn't immediately get it. Look, you're, you're putting me on the spot there, because I'm. I think it's about the boys from the previous film yeah. that have grown up. Yeah. Uh, the rest of it, you've lost me there. You're, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'd have to uh, watch it. Thoroughly. Two brothers, actually. Yeah. Two brothers. Yeah. And they um, now still live in La Isla. Yeah. So, uh, again, these films are like love letters to La Isla. Yeah. They show everything that's beautiful and everything that's very rough about it as well. Yeah. So but they you, capture it. But the irony is... Yeah, okay. you're very ironic sometimes. That the Camarón left La Isla mm. and he decided to live in La Línea. What's that about? Well, I'm not going to go into that, but what's interesting is that the whole of La Isla has become Espacio Camarón. But he didn't want to live there. Oh, that is sad in a way. He, he did want to be in La Venta, the, the Venta de Vargas that I took you to, this wonderful restaurant. Yeah. Roadside Inn, you loved it there. That, I did. Yeah, he, yeah. But mm, otherwise, he preferred to be in La Línea. And was the family still in? Oh, yeah. Uh, I showed you um, in the film, Manwe, his, one of his older brothers, uh, he was still living in the forge and everything like that, yeah. you know, in the Iron Forge. Yeah. And we visited the um, 
the graveyard. Oh. When we were there, that was the, uh, the, the mausoleum, the, the cemetery. Yeah. Oh. yeah, there I were mean, people there. They I told you every day, every fresh, day. every day, fresh flowers. And people coming to yeah. visit. Every day, every day. He's on his chair, portrayed yeah. at the top now of the monument. Now you were quite shocked because I think you didn't think it was going to be as big as it was. It is massive. Yeah. And is that only for him, or is like it's the cemetery of the? Oh, place, it's for the people. Yeah. But his yeah. part part in that is incredible, don't you think? Yes. Massive. You know, I don't know how much marble went into mm. the making of that. Yeah. yeah? Yeah. So uh, the thing is, Gally, he lives forever. He lives through the films, obviously. Yeah, he lives through the books. He lives through the books that you... <laughs> um, let, let us talk a little bit about the film and I'll come back to the books. Remind okay. me to come back to the books. But uh, the f in the film, the interesting part is that they have endless tattoos. And one of them is obviously Cameron. Or maybe a few of them are Camerons. Yeah. Why do you think is that obsession with young people and putting his image on their bodies and his symbol, which is obviously the crescent moon and the Star of David? Yeah. Um, it's a bit like for young people in other parts of the world of Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. These types of people don't come round very often. Maybe once a hundred years. Well, it's about hundred, so I think we're going to expect the next yeah. one coming. There's not going to be another flamenco person like Camarón. Not just yet. We're waiting. No, 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 no. We'll, we'll be long gone. No, no. It, um, Thank you. Know, you. It, it's a sad thing to say. It is sad. But um, you just don't get these type of characters. You know, Jimi Hendrix took a decision to come to London and became a massive star. star, but only for a very short period. And as you know, he died very young. Camarón came up uh, in a period when flamenco was seen as very boring and revived it and had the greatest backing, you know, because you don't have the guitarists like Tomatito, Paco de Lucia supporting you Paco Sapero, and you produce a volume of work like Shakespeare that can't be repeated. You're very solemn when you talk about these things. <laughs> but I just stand by my claim that there will be somebody, that no, it's no, bound no, to no, be no, someone, no. which is not the same person, but a new person. No, I'm sorry, you're wrong then. You're, you're in a a bit of a dream world. You cry, Marcus. <laughs> uh, I'm yes, there are many great artists coming up, but they would admit, and even the current big artists, that they're never going to be a Cameroon. Okay. How many times have you repeated this? <laughs> many times, yeah. Okay. Uh, and the film itself... Um, did uh, have you read anything uh, from the actual director talking about this film or you know his impressions? <coughs> no, uh, uh, well, I, ha I have yeah. actually. I've got cuttings upstairs yeah. and all the rest of it. He he was very interested in in the life of, of Gamarong. But what I do like about it is that with the first film, he's yeah. done these extras. Oh so, yeah, so the second film has extras as well. Oh well, though I mean I haven't even seen those, but. He was amazing that he has actually shown the route of the Cameroon and all these different aspects beyond the film. So he's obviously devoted. I would say he is on 
Come on, Ronero. Come on, yes. He doesn't live it. He has never no, lived he's, in Iceland. He's, he's from Catalonia. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know the man, and, but he's obviously dedicated to, to want to make these... You know, he's decided 10 years later to come cinema. back and make another film. Here's a question for you. What type of film would you like to see about Cameron or Flamenco in general that you haven't come across? Just what would you like to see? I know you've seen a lot of documentaries, films, even a little bit of those wonderful, we talked about them from the Archive Flamenco episode, yeah. um, that are neither films nor documentaries. Is there anything else that you would like to see? More intimate or more general or... But the problem with the Camarón is yeah. that um, as famous as he was, yeah. there's very little footage. Uh, it's very limited how much stuff there is on him. So the problem you get is people recreating stuff about him. Yeah. But what I would like to see is maybe a film of somebody that knew him so well. Yeah. Ran Capino, somebody I know very well, talking about the reality of, or Tomati. Yes. That would be brilliant. Or even Tomati. his wife, actually. Well, yeah. But if Tomati talking about travelling yes. with him in that Mercedes car. <laughs> yeah, you talked about the Mercedes car. And in terms of books, Marcos, when are you? When is your next book coming up? Never. Yeah, you're writing another one, aren't no. you? Well, I started, but now I... It will come out. No, no. Uh, your first one was quite an account. Um, let's end up on this then. Um, give me like a powerful quote from your book. Something quite artistic and quite flamenco. Well, the thing that I'm I'm proud of yeah. in, in the book is that um, I titled the chapters yes. uh, in a particular way. One of my favorites, The Long Journey. Yeah, yeah, which is a reference to the time it took for the, the gypsy people to travel from India yes. to Andalusia. Yeah. Um, well, actually, I'll, I'll hold on to it. Keep, um, keep, keep talking. I'm going I'm to get it for you. Yeah, thank you, Marcus. It's very difficult to interview somebody who is walking away, but uh, that's fine. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm back. You're back. <laughs> okay. There uh, you go. No, uh, one of the things I did was I tried to make all the chapters relevant, yeah? Yes. One of them is a, also a reference to Hendrix. Okay. Yeah, so let's have a look. So the first chapter... Hasta siempre, Camarón. Hasta siempre, Camarón. Which was written on all the banners at the funeral. Yeah? So that means forever? Yeah, al always. 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 A gypsy of Cadiz Bay. Yeah. That's not so poetic. No, that, 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 by the way, I really like this chapter because it was my introduction to his life. Look Early that. life. Now that links... The Cameron with, with, with Hendrix because he, he brought out an album of this, of this title Castillo de Arena yes yeah A Legend of Time, Time yeah. now how long have we been talking about that with the films yes yeah San Fernando's Rolling Stone when he was compared to Mick Jagger 
or make yaka. You, you've told me some very interesting bits about that. <laughs> yeah, the Rolling Stones kind of knew about him, didn't they? Well, they wanted him to come and and, and play Perform. for them. Yeah. yeah, and he wasn't interested. Now, oh, this is one of my classics, which is it's also a reference to a program that I made yeah. uh, for the BBC, Echoes of the White Towns. Yeah, I like that because everything in Andalusia is white yeah, in terms of the, yeah. uh, towns, how it looks. The last goodbye. No, don't. That's very sad. Oh, uh, now you're looking at. Maybe you, you might want to take a picture of that one. Yeah. Um, it's uh, ah now now you're gonna like this. This is a gigantic creation of the Spanish That's a people. Lorca quote. A Lorca, exactly. Yeah. We talked about Lorca. Yeah, and then. Okay. Yeah, I, I remember che. that one. Now that, the new Che. I remember that one. The new Che Guevara. Yeah, that's strong, yeah? Con Camarón, what is this? Con Camarón comienza el flamenco. Yeah, and it's written by... El quote, País. José Mercé. In El One of the great singers. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I would also add that uh, the flamenco begins and ends with him. Yeah. Well, no, because you keep saying that there's going to be... Uh, uh, Listen, one. I am just sustaining the hope that we may have more quality music. Ah, look. Yeah. A Legend of Time, 1979. Yeah. La vida es un contratiempo. What is contratiempo? Well, con contratiempo. Going back. Oh, I see. Yeah. Look at this one. Do you want to try reading that one? Panuelos de lunares que un gitano de San Fernando me cuitabas la vida con un solo quejillo y un solo quebranto. But, uh, can you please translate? Because not <laughs> all of us, me, myself, I just read. I'm not going to start translating oh, that. No, no. You're very bad today. No, 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 no. Um, That's a difficult one now. Well, I could translate it, yeah. Now, it, oh. I'm going to end on this. It's yes. a classic. Come on, end okay. on this. Chapter 7. And it's very, very sad. The last goodbye. And it's a quote from Vicente Amigo, one of the great guitarists from in the ABC newspaper not dead merely resting Thank you for joining us for another episode of Flamenco Attitude. A bit of a miscellaneous episode because we go through some news about the new Cameron book and also review some films. Uh, which I guess anything to beat the January boredom, uh, that the January blues that comes uh, sometimes. And uh, looking ahead, we have interesting things coming up. So this was a little taster of what you can go through uh, for your uh, evenings and also read up uh, once the new book comes out. Until the next time, whether you listen to, play or learn about flamenco, remember to always follow the